Hello everyone and welcome to An Axe to Grind. My name's Chris Gary, a reporter with Channel 7 and with me is Trevor the Axe Gilmister. Gilly, I don't know about you mate, but um, I'm a little bit, I don't know, bored I think. It's just weird not having a Queensland team in the finals. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little bit biased, aren't we? But uh, how good were the games last weekend? One point, you know, the difference between both teams, you know, so both games, you know, so uh, quite amazing mate and it's kind of just gone on what the season's been about this year, hasn't it? You know, it's uh, been topsy-turvy, no doubt about that. Been a sensational final series, hasn't it? Probably the best I, I can remember. Yeah, one team's up, one's down, and then the next week, it, it's been like that all season, you know. Like, my biggest thing is this uh, this year, teams have really struggled to put three, four, five games together. That's mm. uh, kind of unheard of uh, at the moment. So, and if you could string... Uh, I, you know, I remember saying just before the finals, if you if you can string three or four games uh, together, uh, you can win the comp. You know, and that's that we talked about the teams outside the four, but obviously that's not the case. But um, I, I reckon um, you could tell with South after the Melbourne game, they were a little bit flat last week, weren't they? Um, they won't be flat this weekend. Uh, obviously, they'll get come back up again. They'll have a probably really light week and just focus on their um, on their ball work and stuff like that and freshen them up a bit this week for the Roosters. So, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy year, mate, up and down, hasn't it, with uh, with every team. Obviously, the the Roosters won the um, you know, minor premiership, but I mean, the, but the Storm have been the team to beat all season for mine. So, um, but it's, it's always on the day, isn't it? You know what I mean? So, um I just like the way the the Stormer had to freshen up. You know, Will Chambers, uh, big uh, Asafa Solomona comes back as well. Those blokes are going to be fresh. Well, he's back from injury, but Will Chambers is going to be fresh. The Roosters without Dylan Napa and Latrell Mitchell, that two big losses for them. But if they can get through and they come back next week, um, yeah, it's. A big blessing for them. So yeah, mate, I'm, it's a it's a real soap opera, isn't it? Really, to be honest. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm actually going to tip the Sharks yeah. tomorrow night. I just think the Sharks have that. They just they have, have the wood on Melbourne, but I just don't. Yeah. I, I just don't. I just don't like no Wade Graham. Oh. I've said it to you tw- plenty of times. I'm a huge fan. Gallon's obviously not 100. percent A few other blokes carrying injuries, and and the Stormer has a freshen up. You know what I mean? But, you know, it can work both ways. But just think, I think the Sharks have got a few injury clouds. So that's the only thing for me. Uh, and I think Melbourne will be a bit fresher. But anyway, it won't surprise me if uh, the Sharks knock them off, though. No, yeah, what's amazing to me about the Storm is that they're doing all this without a real halfback, halfback you know? Like, yeah. like they have a halfback, but they still yeah. don't really know who their main halfback is. And it sort of defies rugby league logic because we all discuss how you have to have a top quality halfback yeah. to be a threat. Yeah. And here the Storm are, and they're just cycling through them. Yeah. Well, mate, when you've got Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, and mm. Cam Munster, mate, there's the, there's the three there, isn't there? You know yeah. what I mean? So... Um, Obviously, the halfback doesn't have to overplay his role, so it's pretty simple. Obviously, what they get the role they they got to play in the team, um, you know, just just get your kick, shuffle it on, you know, basically play a few inside balls here and there, and um, make your tackles. So pretty basic. So, and you got those other three uh, guns around you. So, uh, 
But it'd be a different story if you didn't have the, someone of the calibre of uh, Cameron Munster outside you. And, and on, on Munster, there's, he's basically the next big name off contract. He's uh, off at the end of next season and clubs yeah. are circling, mainly the Sharks, coincidentally, and also the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys' priority is Valentine Holmes, but if they don't get him, they're, they're going hard for Cameron. Is Cameron Munster a million-dollar season marquee player? I think he is, mate. Um, as, a, as a player, um, I think he's going to get better and better. He's, he's already shown that he's... You know he's in that top, you know five percent for mine at the moment. Um, just the way he's, the sheer ability to play footy. Um, he's he's not an athlete. He's a football player, um, and he's you know he's super strong. He, nothing seems to face Cameron. You know, I mean, he, he's a really um, cool head on the field. So, and obviously having Smithy around and the Billy Slater, that kind of you know um, portrays for what they. Uh, kind of believe in and, and kind of uh, Cameron Munster is just jump, jumping on the bandwagon there as well. So, I mean, I, I, yeah, mate, I'm, oh, mate I'm, I'm, I love Cameron uh, as a player, as a bloke. He's a, he's a bit of a rogue and he's a, he's a good fella. And, um, yeah, oh, mate, I'm, yeah, good luck to him. I, I hope he does get the million dollars. Well, and that rogue element is why I don't see him leaving Melbourne because he'd be mad to go to Sydney. You know, he likes a good time. And in Melbourne, yeah. you can do that. And not be found out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't see him leaving Melbourne, especially with Slater going. They've got money there to keep him, and Melbourne would be mad not to offer him, you know, basically whatever they can. No, you're right, and I think they will. You know, what I mean, because as you're saying, Billy's going. Uh, you know, there's a couple other blokes there that, um, that you know, to and froing about uh, contracts in the next year or two. So yeah, I, I I couldn't imagine him leaving Melbourne either, mate. So, uh, uh, but. I might. I can see what the other cup, uh, you know, especially the Cowboys uh, are coming from. Uh, I think that's a really good move, uh, you know, for on their behalf to try and, uh, you know, obviously JT's finished now, so I mean they've got a bit of money there. So I mean, uh, why not have a crack, Valentine Holmes or, or both, and, and see how you go. Absolutely. Um, so you're you're tipping the Storm tomorrow night. Yeah, mate. I, as I said, I'm. Up, I can understand the the logic behind uh, tipping the the sharks. I just think they're limping in a bit, you know. This time, you know, last year, you know, last few years when they played Melbourne, they've been fresh and they've had no real injury clouds. So I just kind of, um, yeah, I just think they're kind of got a few more injuries there than they're probably letting on as well. Um, so, question marks on a few of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of thinking Melbourne at full strength. Pretty hard to beat. I'm fascinated by Will Chambers back in his sledging war with Gallon, especially. <laughs> Give us a bit of an insight to Will because he's a divisive character. Um, yeah. so, what's his go? Why is he so angry all the time? Oh, yeah, I don't know. He's quite a funny bugger off the field, to be honest, um, and got a real um, like a dry sense of humour, you know. And um, yeah, I don't know what it is. That's just, I think that's probably just the way. He, he thinks he gets himself going into the game, you know. I mean, uh, I, you know, I remember in the in the World Cup when we played the Poms, and and uh, he just went to town on um, wait, um, James Graham, you know. I mean, and 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 I went, I'm thinking, what's going on here? What you know? He he seems to pick one bloke out, you know. And 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 he what he said to him, and um, and I was on the field at the time, 
and Woodsy was obviously playing for Australia, Aaron Woods, and and obviously the um, he, he went to James Graham, walking past the scrum. There's a scrum. He's walking past. He said, "How good are you going, James?" He said, "They got rid of you. You're the captain. They got rid of you." And Woodsy took all your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, James Graham's eyes were like poker machines. They were just going 100 mile an hour, and, <laughs> and he just walked off laughing his head off. You know, like so. He obviously he's got a bit of a plan in his head when he goes. You know, I mean, he just doesn't go off. You know, half cocked. He knows what he's talking about when he when he does it. So yeah. I just couldn't be bothered. Man. I'm just you know anyway. <laughs> he ripped into Jared Hayne too, didn't he? In the final, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he picks one bloke out in, in the team. So and obviously him and Gallon, uh, you know, in the past have had a little few uh, fracas. So uh, be a bit of pushing and shoving going on. No doubt about that. Who do you reckon wins that fight, Gallon versus Chambers, if they got in the ring? Oh well, I think um, I think Gal's got the uh, the runs on the board now, hasn't he? So, yeah, he's pretty um, good, isn't he, Gal? Actually, yeah, he goes all right, and um, yeah, I think we'll we'll have to um, keep him at bay, mate, with the long arms. That's the only <laughs> that's the only way you'll win. I see. Uh, actually, on on Gallon, Joe Goodall, who's uh, one of uh, yep. Jeff Horn's teammates, is looking to fight him. That'll be a really good fight, actually. I think Joe wins that. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's yeah. I mean, um, yeah, really good um, matchup. You know, obviously, mate. I'm, I'd really like to see actually. Um, I, I don't get it too, into it too much because you know a lot of the fights are mismatches. But um, Sonny Bill and, and Gallon, I think that'd be a. I think that'd be a big bit of a raider. That one. I think oh, that'd, that'd, that'd be get, a cracker. That'd get a few people turning up, wouldn't it? Oh, bloody oath. Let's just move on to the other game, Rabbitohs and Roosters. Yep. Absolute classic. Uh, looks like it'll be 45,000-plus that Allianz basically sold out. Um, who do you see winning this and why? Well, mate, I'm an old rooster, but, you know, I'm, but I'm kind of... Um, my heart's telling me the Roosters, but my logic in my head is telling me the Rabbitohs. Um, mainly, no Latrell Mitchell, no Napa, you know, for the Roosters. Uh, especially Mitchell, he's been playing really good footy, hasn't he? You know what I mean. So, and he's their goal kicker as well. Um, Mitchell Orbison is a outstanding player uh, for has been for a long time for the Roosters, but he just you know can't do what Latrell Mitchell does in the centres. You know what I mean. So, and 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 for mine as well. Last last week, and I love him to death, but he he had a quiet game GI last week. Mm. He was off 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 his game a little bit last week. You don't see that happen two two weeks in a row. I reckon G. I'll have the shits this weekend. Yeah. Um, so I just I'm just thinking. Uh, obviously, if the the Sam Burgess thing is not hurting them too much, South, so I, I reckon South can probably knock them off, um, knock the Roosters off. So uh, I'm kind of my heart saying the Roosters, but my head saying um, South Sydney. So uh, yeah, if the if the Burgess boys can. Uh, Catch the footy and uh, um, you know keep their mistake uh, rate down. I think South can probably get them. And that's the big thing with those guys is they are pr- they are prone to a dropped ball. And Melbourne targeted them in week one. Yeah. Um, you'd expect the Roosters with their pack to do the same. Um, 
it's it's interesting though because the Sam Burgess drama, we can't really get into it too much, but it has changed during the week. It started off with everyone just being very anti-Sam. And as the week's progressed and more information has come out and certainly his his version of events has come out, yeah. it's been almost people are rallying now, rallying around Sam. Yeah. Um, how, how does a big drama in such in a game like this, does an off-field drama like that impact? Yeah, obviously it's... Um impacts the the individual but uh as he probably alluded to it's more so uh, you know the people his family and stuff like that so i mean one one for me once you run on the footy field i've had players say to me mate they forget everything when they once they get on the footy field they just you know personally myself once you get on the field it's like a like a little safe haven for you. you just mm. get out there and rip in and play footy, and you forget everything else. You know, just go back to your instincts of playing footy, and that's and that's what they do. And I think that's that's the best thing for them. I, I've had plenty of blokes say the best day of the week for them is when they're playing footy. And some of them, you know, have, have had uh, not getting personal with people, but I've, I've had plenty of blokes, you know, and I've got to face facts. A lot of blokes, if they weren't playing footy, mate, they'd be in serious drama. A lot oh, yeah. of you know, with the family upbringings and things like that, you know, and, and some of them say they don't have, the best part about being on the footy field, they don't have to deal with their families and, and all that, you know. So we we forget that a lot of bit, Chris, you know, that if it wasn't for football, um, you know, a lot of these blokes would, you know, probably be in jail or, you know, or worse, you know what I mean, could, things could happen to them because they, they've had really terrible upbringing. So oh, we absolutely. forget that a lot of the time, mate. So, um, um, yeah, I... I I remember, uh, obviously, going back to... I remember when the Cameron Smith and, uh, obviously, Alex McKinnon thing come on, you know, on on uh, one of the news programs and there's a, the Cameron Smith uh, stitch-up. Uh, but he got on the bus that time and, and just said to everyone uh, after that all, all come out that he's just said, oh, I'm just ready to play footy, boys. Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm, I'm in the right frame of mind. I didn't watch it, but he said... I don't, you know, it's not an issue for me. Just worry about yourself. And and, and I think if you're the main person in that situation, all the all the publicity everything's coming to you, and you put at ease your teammates and just say, listen, just just worry about yourselves. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. You know, I mean, and I think that what Smithy did that time was the perfect thing to say to his teammates. And everyone goes out there and just plays, you know, plays footy. So. Uh, and what happened next? A record win for the Maroons that night, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and man of the match, Cameron Smith. Su- mm. Surprise, surprise. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. But it's but you got to be a pretty strong person to be able to block all that out too sometimes. But you get that, that's a typical of Cameron Smith, and I think Sam Burgess would be the same. It's it's more about the team than them. So they they put their teammates at ease by telling them they're fine. They get their you know focus on your own game. I'm ready to play. Everything's no drama. And once they get out in the field, they forget all that anyway. Um, so you're predicting next week Storm Rabbitohs final, um, grand final. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But mate, I've been pretty ordinary this year. <laughs> is, is Webby beating you? Well, he did. Yeah, he did, did beat me a bit this year. But um, one out of three, you know, obviously, you know, um, you can let him win. Sometimes he gets a bit sooky if you don't let him win. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know it's Rowan and Paddy Welsh that are 
doing the tips anyway. Um, so, so yeah, Storm, Rabbitohs, Grand Final. If that happens, who do you see taking that out? Well, uh, I, actually, I'm thinking... I, I'm thinking South might be uh, a big chance of... Uh, if they get through this weekend, I think they're a big chance of knocking the storm off. Yeah, I agree. You know, but anyway, uh, as they've got to get there first. Um, as I said, I'm, it's been a uh, topsy-turvy year with uh, the tipping, especially during the final series. So uh, anything can happen, pal. Well, my only concern with Southside, we saw last week their younger outside backs did yeah. crumble a bit in the spotlight. Campbell Graham, Robert Jennings made some really bad errors. Yep. They've got a young back line. I just, yeah. The Storm have some just old pros in there, you know, and guys like yeah, Josh yeah. Adokar, um, Chase Blair's just an old pro, Will Chambers. Uh, yeah. I just, I wonder if the, if it comes, if the forward packs cancelled each other out and it came mm-hmm. down to that, uh, I'd sort of think the Storm have the edge in the backs, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, then, you know, but. I mean, uh, Adam Reynolds kicks three field goals. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a bloke called G.I. Um, in the South back line. Dane Gay guys, you know, don't have anything now. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit... Um, yeah, it's a bit... Uh, I'll spit it out, perplexing, that uh, on who's going to do what. You know what I mean? So, Tom, you know, as I said, when you go into um, uh, big games, um, some blokes kind of... Not, I won't say crumble under the pressure, but they probably don't play their normal game. You know, what I mean, sometimes they they go in their shell and and you know and and don't really want to force things. Or the the biggest thing is they don't want to make mistakes, so they don't they don't try and uh, do anything that you know that they shouldn't do. You know, what I mean, sometimes you just need to push that the boundaries a little bit more, and not, not try and win the game, but just you know try and do something special with just with a good run or a good tackle and things like that rather than going in the shell and just spend, stand back and watch everyone. So anyway, and the op- we'll see what happens. And the opposite of that is what Ben Hunt tried where he pushed it too far on that last tackle last week. And I think the idea was right. The execution yeah. was poor. But, you know, you know if you play the safe option, you get a kick downtown, you can do that and then you can defend. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to... I mean, yeah, you're gonna, everyone will be talking about what a genius he is if it come off, wouldn't, weren't they? You know, yeah, mate, and uh, they had them for numbers too. He just took the short did. instead of out the back. He should have gone out the back. But. Yeah, well, I mean, or they tipped it on straight away. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, it's it, it's easy sitting on the lounge chair and we go, why didn't you go there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Why didn't he pass there? You know, anyway. But, uh, yeah, he copped a bit of flak Benny this year, but um, uh, he'll bounce back. Yeah, on the Dragons quickly, I think that's a fair result for them to make it to the week two of the finals. Um, yeah, they had a great start, probably started above expectations, but that mm. team, if they had Paul Vaughan and Widdop in the side for that final, I think they probably win, but they didn't. So No, you're right, you're right. They lost a couple of key players uh, for that game, but well, I think you're right because quite a few of their players this year have played Origin who haven't played Origin before, mm. um, especially in their forward pack, and... Um, they that takes that can take a lot out of you mentally. You know what I mean so when you're hardening and you played Origin before and that you know how to pace yourself and you don't mentally burn out. I reckon they burn out after Origin a lot of those forwards and as you're saying those couple of key injuries you know that cool them. So yeah, I think I I thought they've had a uh, you know really good year. So I mean they should be proud of what they've done. It was like me when I went to Vegas for the Jeff Horn fight. I was off the piss for three weeks. I lost five kilos. I absolutely <laughs> brained it over there. I came back and I was drinking every day for the next two weeks. <laughs> like yeah, it's hard to. 
You stick to that story. <laughs> All righty, thanks, Gilly. Appreciate your time again, mate. No worries. An Axe to Grind is a production of 7 News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilmister and Chris Gary. Executive produced by Sally Eels and graphics by Paul O'Leary.